You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Carmelina Bikina, and today we have David Leo in the studio. Once again, welcome, David. Thank you, Carmelina. Greetings, everyone. Yes, greetings. Good morning. Um, how are you today, David? I'm doing well. Feeling good, well. good this morning. Yeah. That's good. Um, so we had you yesterday for uh-huh. um, your first episode of the year, yep. um, Father Abraham, <laughs> and today it's um, we've got Bible Heroes, yeah. so I'm excited to see what that one's going to be about as well. Um, before we get started, um, we've got a bit of a confession that I have to make because mm-hmm. I, I hid something from you yesterday. Yes, I had no idea. <laughs> yes, um, it was my birthday yesterday and I didn't want you to know because I didn't want you to mention it. But when you found out yesterday, later on in the day, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to come up. So we may as well get it out of the way at the start. Yeah, I would have mentioned it on radio <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I was just, yep, it was my birthday. Let's not talk about how old or how um, young I am, but yeah, I was sorry I hid it from all of you at home as well, <laughs> all of you listening today, um, but yeah, I just didn't want to make a big deal of it. You get to a certain age and you're like, meh, no more. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever felt that way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I have, I have gotten to an age too where, um, you know, when you, every time there's a birthday, because you basically remember the day that you were born. Right, oh, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember all my kids and the the actual days, you know, the events that took mm. place and how I felt and all these things when they were born. Yeah. And my dad makes a big deal out of uh, not the birthdays, but every single New Year's mm. we have a big family meeting and it yeah. could go for like three hours just reflecting on, you know, the past year. And so yeah. when it comes to birthdays, if there's anything to make a big deal of yeah. out of is the fact that, wow. God's brought me this far. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> perhaps you'll share it next year. Well, <laughs> everyone listening, put it on your calendar. But yeah, this is something that we can all celebrate and go, wow. Yeah, you know? wow. God's made it, God, made me, like brought me this far. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. right. That's right. You know, it's uh, another feather in God's cap. You yeah. know, that's, um, that, you know, can't has got another year. Mm. Or, or for any of us, you know, if, if there's yeah. any time that um, we don't stop take stock and have some time of reflection. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, praise the Lord, we have the Sabbath to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we do that every week, basically. Absolutely. But for anyone that, that doesn't have that, um, that, that doesn't have that, uh, that opportunity, that, that uh, honor, that privilege, mm. you know, when it comes to your birthday, make that a time to go, yeah. man, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful that I have, you know, I'm, I'm this much older. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. share with everyone, you know, yeah. tell the world, <laughs> tell, it's the my world. tell the world you're sweet 16 again. I'm still alive. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, we actually had some text messages that came in yesterday that we unfortunately missed. Um, we're so sorry, Christina. Thank you for texting in. Mm, and, I remember um, Christina. Yeah. Still yeah. a faithful listener. We just want to acknowledge the text message you sent in. Good morning, Carmelina and a big welcome back to to David, clapping emoji and praying hands, um, implied to a question, which I believe the question was, um, has anyone kept a promise for you? Mm, that's right. Um, she says, 
I can't think of any promises kept by people, but the best kept promise I know of is God's promise that He will never leave us nor forsake mm. us. It's true in every situation, even when I don't feel it or see it at the time. God knows when to show up, and then I can see He's been there the whole time. Thank you for your radio show presenters and for showing up and ministering to us. Blessings, Christina. Thank oh, you, Christina. That's very encouraging. We really thank you for um, texting in. We're so sorry we missed you. Um, but yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And just if anyone has have missed out on yesterday's episode, be sure to check us out on the Faith FM website or the Faith FM app. It will be under Encounters or Tazzy Encounters. You'll find all of our previous episodes with David Leo there. Mm. And you, yeah. You know, speaking about <laughs> just taking stock, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember Christina um, texting in about a situation that she did go through. Oh, and yes. it, was, it was a tough, it was a tough time yeah. in her life that she shared. And so that makes this promise that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Even to me, it's like, whoa, yeah. I can kind of identify where she's coming from in this in this regard. So, yeah, bless you, Christina. That's, mm. that's awesome. It's always good to look back at mm. what's happened in our past that's and right. see how it can um, help us move forward in our future with a bit more confidence. Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. So we've, today, um, your series for Wednesdays is Bible Heroes. Yep. Um, what is the title that we have today? What are we talking about? We're talking about celebrating the victories and victories. remembering remembering the victories mm. you know um it's something we've basically just talked about it yeah it's, a little bit eh? <laughs> yeah just taking stock of where mm. god has has um worked a marvelous victory in your life you know mm. like um it's those type of things that will carry us through in present trials where we reflect on those on mm. those victories and so we're looking at uh david and goliath Ooh. and um you know how following david's Footsteps and seeing, wow, yeah. you know, God can do that for David and God can do that for others. Christina, mm. you, yourself, yeah. you know, you shared about uh, being at university and yes, stepping out in faith, you know, yeah. things, victories like that. I'm glad you remember it. Mm. And the more you tell it, the more you, it, it gets ingrained, you know, so we keep telling these stories yeah. over and over again. And um, for my kids, every time it's their birthdays, they hear the story of the events of that day again. Yeah. And I just, I just do it every year. They just get mm. when we have family worship. And so they should know the story. You know, my 15-year-old should know the story by heart now. Yeah. You know? So hopefully he'll... My mum would do that to me too. Yeah. 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 So I'm a twin, um, for those who don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have a twin sister. Shout out to you, Lizzie. And so um, my mum carried us both to almost full term, which mm. is huge because that meant we were very... We, we we broke her body. Mm, <laughs> we were very two big, babies. very big babies, mm. and um, yeah. So she'll tell us the story as well about how I came out first, and um, then she came later. But yeah, no, it was um, we all know that story. Yeah, Mum will tell us the story, and she'll never make us forget that you know we we broke her body. Yeah, <laughs> and and here and here yeah. you just touched on why. Uh, yeah, uh, you know it's going to be Old Testament heroes that I'll be going yeah, through. Yeah, but those stories. Um, you know, hopefully for our listeners, these these are these are things that I've been told over and over again, and mm. I repeat them. And yeah. other people's victories and God's victories, and then they become our stories. Yeah. We carry them on, and you know, Carmelita, and I know too, because my dad told me my yeah. my story of when I was born. <laughs> it, you know, even you know, I'm 43 now, mm. but even at this age, if Dad was here for my next birthday. And he told me again, I will feel the same way he told me when I was five. Yeah. There's just a special, like, man, I'm a, I'm, I'm special to my mum and dad. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, you, there's hey. a, this chosen day, you know, and I get all emotional. And when mm. I tell my kids too, same thing, like, yeah. man, God is good. Like, God mm. is awesome. So, yeah, those, those are, um, 
those are the reasons why I want to go through these stories again and look yeah, at them from absolutely. a different angle. Yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of uh, there's uh, some cultures that I've heard of where they look at childbirth as like a, a battle, which it really is because like um, I would never the- know. <laughs> I've seen well, my wife go through it. it. <laughs> yeah. You've watched it, and you oh. could be like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I don't know either, but like, um, yeah, it's very fascinating that some look at it as like a battle because mm. it's so much work, and sometimes labor can go for so long. So mm-hmm. it's a real. I think it's a great um, yeah. analogy you've used yeah. for yeah. for victories because yeah, victories is a battle. Like you're fighting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and all you know when you reflect on it. And you realize, man, God brought me through that? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. How yeah. did that happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this story yeah. is a classic. You know, mm. David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Uh, you know, even non-Christians know this story. Even people that don't believe in God use it as an analogy, they you know? Do. It's a, so it's a, it's a really yeah. famous story. They call it like a David and the Goliath battle where it's like the, the odds are stacked against yeah, the underdog and there's no right. way they can win. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's where it, as it usually comes out. Mm. And uh, But what we want to do is, as we look at David's story, yeah, you know, um, he went through some tough times afterwards. Yeah. But God still... Hey, remember, 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 you know, and this, this is the stuff that pulled, pulled David through. Mm, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, I mean, I was, I was I've been reading it mm. and I'm getting excited again and thinking, man, just, just stick to the, the main parts. Otherwise, yeah, I could, I could spend three hours talking about this story. Oh, well, yeah. we can turn it into a new series about <laughs> David. Hey, why yeah. not? That'll be a good one. Um, we do have a question for you at home. Mm. Um, so when it comes to victories and stuff, we have so many heroes in the Bible that are just so good to look back on as well. So our question for you, what's your favorite or who's your favorite Bible hero mm. and why? We'd love to know. Um, text us in on 0488880891. David, who's your bi- favorite Bible hero? I have to say Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, I think Joshua. Um the the fact that he took on Moses' job, mm. <laughs> you know, and he, and he, he said he stayed under the you know he stayed under the mentoring, yeah, and then he became an amazing leader, yeah. you know, and and the first we we will look at Joshua later on, mm. but um, the fact that he you know his first great battle was Jericho, mm. and you know that prayer that he prayed where the Lord turned up, but just shows you know the wrestling that he had, but that's my. Yeah. Josh was my favorite. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you, you took mine <laughs> because we were focusing on Old Testament. Yeah. But I guess my other favorite one would be Esther. I've oh, always right. had an appreciation yeah. for Esther and, um, <laughs> you know, the way the culture was. You know, she really could have been killed. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, took, took a lot of faith to do that. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to listening to what we're going to cover today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we get into that, we have our first song. So we're heading to a break. This is Give Me the Bible by Matt Linicus, featuring Clint McCoy. Give me the Bible, star of gladness gleaming To cheer the wonder, lone and tempest-tossed No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beneath Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise 
this law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day Give me the Bible when my heart is broken When sin and grief have filled my soul with fear Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken Hold up faith's lamp to show my Savior dear Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love Till night shall vanish in eternal day That light alone the path of peace can show Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day in eternal day In eternal day You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and today we are talking with David Leo on the topic of Remembering God's Victories. So our series is titled um, Bible Heroes. And before the break, we asked you, who is your favorite Bible hero and why? Try keep it in the Old Testament. Our focus is mostly on Old Testament heroes. So we'd love to hear from you this morning. So, David. We are talking about David. David. (laughs) Yes. Is there a reason he's your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. So we are looking at David. Um, So this this person from Mm. the Bible, he lived 1,000 years before Christ, and he's actually um, one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, And so this guy comes from an interesting background. He was the youngest, and his job amongst his brothers is uh, he was a shepherd shepherd boy mm. and so he lived a lot um growing up looking after the sheep the little lambs he knew how to play the lyre mm. which is like a it's I like, like to, a stringed instrument yeah stringed it? instrument yeah. i like to say guitar because i like yeah. playing guitar so. yes. <laughs> I like guitar too. so he yeah you could imagine this this kid had a life of 
um, living out in the open open mm. fields, looking out for a sheep, and just playing the instrument and singing songs. Sounds like right? a nice life. Oh man, yeah, I, I reckon. <laughs> oh and, my goodness. <laughs> and so yeah, he he obviously loved the sheep, mm. and uh, you know he protected them from predators, and we'll find that out soon in the story. Yeah. And so we find this boy. Growing up, uh, we don't know how old he is. I, I guess he's in his um, starting to get into his fourteen to seventeen year old when mm. we, we're coming to the story, and uh, he's still looking after sheep. And just to give a bit, a bit of context to the story, just bef- this is in First Samuel chapter seventeen. So First Samuel chapter seventeen, and just the chapter before, the current king, King Saul, the mm. first king of Israel, he's just finished uh, conquering the Amalekites. Mm. And he's disobeyed God by um, taking some things he wasn't meant to. And Samuel the prophet rebukes him mm. and said, you've done the wrong thing. You yeah. know? So, um, And it says that the spirit of the Lord left Saul. Oh, okay. And so he, he got into a bit of a depression. You mm. know, and uh, he was, he was uh, down in the dumps. Not doing well. No. And then we come into the story in First Samuel seventeen, yep. and he, they're at a stalemate mm. with the um, with the with the Philistines now, right? And the, there's a valley, and Israel's on one side of the mountain, Philistines on the opposite side of the mountain, and the valley's where the battles went to take place. And you could imagine the reason why they want to get the valley is because. Um, no one wants to enter the valley is because when you're on top of the mountain and you're battling down, yeah. you've got the upper hand. You've got the high ground. That's right. Yeah. So they're like, oh, they're just staring each other each other out. And uh, they had a champion. And a champion, uh, they're called a champion in the ancient days because they had worked out a, an honorable system. If you have a champion and you come from um, Hobart and I've got a champion and I come from Smithton, mm. right? Our champions, they will fight each other, and whoever wins, <laughs> well, that, that they basically win on behalf of everyone, everyone right? Yeah. And so the, Goliath was, was their champion, and the Bible tells us that he's over nine feet tall. Oh, yeah, tall boy. He is a tall boy. You know, <laughs> man, if that guy was a center of a basketball team, he's, he's, he's owning. He's going to own that. He's going to own that uh, his yeah. space. But he, he that's huge. Mm. Nine nine feet tall. That's. Uh, I think my son's tall, and he's six three. Or six, yeah. yeah, he is tall. <laughs> yeah, but this this you know, Goliath's not over mm, nine foot. Nine foot. And uh, so he's coming out every day. He comes out to the valley, and he says, "Bring somebody out to battle me here. Mm. Who's your champion? Ooh. Who's your champion, Israel? Bring him. Bring your champion down." And he basically says what the ancient tradition is: mm. if he wins, we become your servants. Yeah. If we win. You become our servants. Mm-hmm. That's the that's that's the, that's the challenge. Yeah, that's the trade off. Forty yeah. days that was happening. Oof. Could you imagine? Forty days, somebody coming out to ah, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it in uh, say it in English to to uh, the Samoan word is lui. Lui, <laughs> lui, and it means to it's like taunt. Yeah, yeah to, joy, to joy, taunt you. And, and, yeah. and the invitation is come battle with me, come yeah. come fight with me. You know, yeah, forty days. I mean, after three times, I would, as as a as a man, a grown mm, man, grown man, I would feel humiliated. Mm. You know that <laughs> after three times, I'm like, oh man, I haven't done it. But forty days, yeah. And on this particular day, David's dad 
sends him out because he's got three brothers, the three mm-hmm. eldest brothers. They're out at the out at the battlefield, yeah. so they're part of that group listening for forty days. This guy's still coming out, you yeah. know. And could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine who out of them every now and then they have a bit of a uh, like just a spring off? Oh, maybe, I can do this. Maybe I can. I can do it. Yeah, and so forty days. David comes and his dad says, "Go take him the uh, take them this food that I've prepared for them." Mm-hmm. And he goes down to to bring the food, and he asks, "Hey, what's what's happening? Mm. What, what, are, what are you guys doing out here?" And they they tell him, "See that big fellow over there? Yeah, he's been coming out and he's been telling us this and that." Uh. And uh, David's like, "Well, you know, what's going on? Why hasn't anyone gone to challenge him?" <laughs> and <No>. uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and the guys tell him, "Well, King Saul has said he will give us." Um, give his daughter in marriage uh-huh. and he'll reward whoever goes out to him and, and David's sitting there and then the brothers they, they see him chatting with the, with the men mm. they, hey what are you doing stay in your lane young man you yeah. know what, what are you doing chatting to the men about man, man stuff about soldier stuff you mm. know you don't belong in this conversation yeah because he's the youngest yeah, yeah and they tell him go, go away yeah right I forgot to leave I, I left this I, I forgot to mention that mm. before this incident uh, Samuel had actually come to the, the house of of um, Jesse, which is David's dad, mm. and he had the Lord had told him that one of Jesse's sons will be anointed, yeah. and David ended up being the one that was anointed. Yeah. So that happened prior to this point, yeah. right? So th- that's that's an important part that I, I forgot to, to forgot to mention. Oh. And so David's out there. He listens to the story, and then he says, you know, in his heart, he's like, "How can we let this Philistine, this mm. uncircumcised Philistine, this this uh, this person that does not know our God?" Yeah. How can we let him insult us like this? Yeah. You know, because man, Goliath is um, the words that we find in the Bible. They're quite taunting. Mm. Um, you know, he's he's mocking them, mocking you know, their God, mocking their courage. You know, and remember, do you remember Saul's state of mind at the moment? He is terrified. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> is the Lord with me? Yeah, I don't know if the Lord's with me. You know, like, yeah. oh, um, no, I was disobedient, and so he's he's sitting in his tent. And the men come to him and say, hey, we, we know a guy that wants to take on the giant. Yeah, no. <laughs> and here he is, right? Uh, this young, young man. Yeah. The, the Bible says he's ruddy looking. I, I remember <laughs> when I first read that word, ruddy. Ruddy. I'd never heard ruddy before. Uh, you heard that word, ruddy? I've heard ruddy. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's like a, you know, he's looking a little bat, not battered, but like. Um, childlike or you yeah, know, not so put together. It said yeah. when I looked it up in the dictionary, it said red oh. and um, a complexion of handsomeness or something like that. Oh. So, or, or, and and in the Bible, in the NLT version, it talks about him glowing with health. Oh, okay. So, so they've taken the, <laughs> okay. they've taken on these different interpretations. But I was like, when it was ruddy, I thought ruddy was like a um, yeah, like a word like runt. Yeah, you know, like that's the, what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's a healthy-looking young man. Saul looks at him, and he says, "Oh, what? What? Uh, why do you think you can take him on?" Mm. And he goes through his credentials. He gives him his resume. He says, I- "I've never taken on a nine-foot giant before, but no. um, I have taken on a bear that yeah. tried to attack my sheep, and I've taken on a lion. I pulled out his beard, and you know, killed this lion. And, and then uh, Saul, in his wisdom, <laughs> says, uh, "All right." Oh, all right, you're good. Yeah, go with God, and I'll give you this armor. Yeah. Right? And so he puts the armor on David, gives him a sword, gets ready to go, and then uh, this is an important part. <laughs> David goes to leave, and then he says, you know what, I can't I can't wear this armor that you've given no. me. You know, 
this is this is such an such an important thing because quite often we try to take on the armor of others that we don't know how to fight in. Yeah. You know, like David's only familiar with the clothes he wears as a shepherd, his sling that he uses as a as a weapon, mm. and uh, his lyre. These are the things he's familiar with. He, yeah. you know, when you put the armor on, he's like, I've never trained in this. Yeah. I've never practiced in this. Take you know, take it off me. So mm. he goes out without any of that stuff. And um, I think it's important for us too. I mean, starting off, I remember my my favorite preacher to this day. Um, his name's Charles D. Brooks. He's passed away now, but mm. he's an amazing preacher. And when I first started preaching, guess who I was trying to preach like? Just like just him. Just like him. Yeah. And I think one of my sermons, I nearly did it verbatim. Oh. And I, even even the uh, inflections in his voice and things like oh. that. <laughs> and one of my, my greatest friends, one of my best friends, he comes up to me after the sermon. He says, hey, Dave. I said, yeah. He goes, you're not C.D. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was a um, it was a really humbling rebuke, mm. but it was a reminder to me. Oh man, I'm still trying to take on somebody else's armor. Yeah, I got to find my own. Yeah, God's given me my own. I, I, what's mm. the armor I've been fighting in all my life? I got to use that. Yeah, you know? I'm still thankful for people like C.D. Brooks and all that. Yeah. You know, there's a time that you try, but you got to find your find your own. And uh, when we go into the battles, God has an armor for us. Yes. you know. So um, when we jump into the next part of this, we're gonna go into a we'll briefly look at that that, that battle and mm. there's a specific instrument that I want us to look at where God affirms affirms us in our battles. Absolutely. Right. Well before our, we go to a break, um just to remind you all of our listener question, who's your favorite Bible hero and why in the Old Testament, of course? We'd love to hear from you. Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Also, we have a free book offer coming up later in the program, and the book is Warriors. Oh, it's just titled Warriors, Joshua Through Psalms. This is a fresh look at the Old Testament heroes, and it's written by Jack um, J. Blanco. Um, So be sure to stick around for that. This next song is Rise Again by Melissa Otto. Do not boast over me, my enemy. For my father is the victor Your darkness only makes him brighter He'll make me more than a conqueror When I fall, I will rise again 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 Do not glow over me my enemy Disappointments push me deeper Into dependence on my father I hold on to him, my helper When I fall, I will rise again 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 Do not rejoice over me, my enemy Every trial makes me stronger Every failure makes me wiser As he refines me in the fire When I fall, I will rise again When I fall, I will rise again When I fall, I will rise again 
When I fall, I rise again. Oh. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and today we have David Lero on his series Bible Heroes, and we are talking about remembering God's victories through the story of King David. So, David, <laughs> um, we've talked a bit about um, King David or other David's life, yep. um, and also how he decided to face off with Goliath. He did. Exciting times. Yeah. And how Saul tried to give him all the Sama and didn't fit right, and how you tried to copy someone before. <laughs> I think I did that as well. Yeah. Um, I used to do a lot of... Uh, <clears throat> In front of church singing and um, stage presence sort of thing, and I used to copy people. Yep. That's how I learned how to do it. And eventually you develop your own style. Right. But I guess there's not I, – I wanted to tell you, there's nothing wrong with copying oh, someone yeah. else for yeah, a yeah. little bit. For sure, for sure. Thank I mean, he's, yeah. he's in, uh, CD Brook sermons are, uh, uh, shape my – my walk in an amazing way. Yeah. You know? So um, definitely no regrets there. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I do appreciate my my friend. Yeah. He's uh, still to the day. You know, we still support each other. Mm. Um, I praise the Lord for that. But we left there. That's right. We left there with David taking off the armor. Yes. Going back to his sling, mm. and before he goes down to meet the meet the champion. Yeah. Um. What's interesting, he hasn't been voted as the champion. Mm. <laughs> the king. The king. <laughs> the king made a. <laughs> And he was allowed to, you know, yeah. back in those days, the king can make that decision without having to consult a committee. Yeah, true. <laughs> he, he His said, word. Is it, uh, David? Uh, you're going to be our champion. Done. Um, <laughs> and when you're down there, we're going to we're going to study him, study Goliath, how he fights, and then we will know how to uh, respond after you're you're dead. Um, <laughs> so David David goes down to the brook. Yeah. Collects some stones that he, uh, yeah, he, he can see this fits right into my sling. This mm. will, this will be, this is the one that I used in, uh, you know, against that wolf. And this is the one I used. So he knew what stones to pick and he went down to meet the champion. Mm. And this nine foot giant's looking at this kid <laughs> and he's insulted. Yeah. He's like, oh, because he's, David's come down with a sling and a staff. Mm. <laughs> he's come down to look oh, after. Goliath's <laughs> like, uh, is this kid lost? There's no sheep around mm. here. You know, like, what are you? And, you know, he says in the Bible, you know, you come at me with sticks. Mm. You know, am I a dog? Yeah. Goliath says, am I a dog? You know, like, that you'll come at me like this, you know? Yeah. He could have said, am I a sheep that you'll come to me like yeah, this? Yeah, same. And, <laughs> and he's insulted mm. and he curses David. So the Bible says he curses him by mm. the Philistine gods. You know, oh, how yes. dare this kid comes. But David responds. Yeah. And, and this is one of my favorite, favorite little speeches. Yeah. It's in uh, first 17, first Samuel 17, verses 45 to 47. Could you read that, please, Carol? Yep, sure thing. Thanks. And we're reading from the New Living Translation today. David replied to the Philistine, 
You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, who, whom you defied. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head, and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel, and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, not, oh, but not with sword and spear. This is the battle, this is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. Oof. Wow! Oh, that that little you know, like yeah. I've um, I've watched some. You, you know, you must know who Muhammad Ali is, right? Yes, I do. Muhammad Ali, when he used to uh, taunt his opponents mm. before, or you know, like get, promote the fights, he had some really amazing things to say, clever yeah. things to say. But you read this, and there's no. There's no hint of any fear. No. You know, he's this the confidence in uh, David's reply. You know, after you, you know, am I a dog? You come to me with sticks, <laughs> and you're going to treat. And his reply is, yeah, you come to me with those yeah. impressive-looking weapons and things like that. But his faith already shows that he says, "I come with you. I'm mm. not standing by myself. Yeah, I got a whole horde of army, God's armies, right around me, and you're going down today. Yeah, right. And then he goes even further." You know, with the, uh, the the nice affirming words of, "I'm going to kill you and cut your head off." Yeah. You know, like whoa! Like it's, you know, it's it's this is this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And then he says, "For those who can't see the God, for those who can't see God's army, they're going to witness today." Yeah. Right. Everyone that's here is going to witness today that God rescues us. Yeah. You know that he's he looks after his people. He's made a covenant <laughs> with his Israelites. He's made a covenant yeah. with his people. And he's going to stick to his, his promise. Mm. And that, that last one, this is the Lord's battle. He's going to give you to me. Yeah. After 40 days of taunting and, mm. you know, scaring these people, Goliath has to listen to this little boy, this this young youngster. Yeah. Give him this speech like, have you have you not heard what I've been saying for the last 40 <laughs> days? You know? And it must, it must have really taught him that yeah. this kid was not scared of him, right? Yeah. But... At the response, the very next verse, it says that Goliath rushes him. It, this is <laughs> he rushes him. Yeah, he, he, he's he's going to run towards David now. Oh, he's, yeah. done. He's, he's done. He's done. Yeah. He's going to he's going <laughs> to take him out now. Yeah. Because I've had enough. Yeah. I've had enough of your 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 little your, yeah. your, your cheeky little monkey. I'm going <laughs> to take you out now. And as he rushes towards him, David runs towards him as well. Mm. Right. And as he's running. I love imagining this. I, yeah. I play this in slow motion. Yeah. As he's running, it says, the Bible says that he takes out a stone, puts it in the sling <laughs> while he's running. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy's done this before. Yeah. You know, he, know, he knows how to run while loading his sling yeah. at the same time because he's probably done it with a sheep. Yeah. Right? Let's one go. And it reminds me of my cousins in Samoa. Yeah. Like when, when I was with my cousins in Samoa, they're going to they're gonna kill a chicken for yeah. the dinner that night. Mm-hmm. Man, when well, the chicken ran away, it was like the chicken knew that they'd been chosen. Oh. The chick would run away, and my cousin, he would throw the stone and hit them, like yeah. on target. And uh, you know, I tried it a couple of times. I'm like, man, these these guys have got some type of <laughs> their, their coordinations are That's totally different good. to yeah. And so David lets the stone go, boom, right in the forehead of um of Goliath. Goliath tumbles. Um, 
David goes over to him. He's only got a sling and a staff. Yeah. So when he said, I'm going to cut your head off, he didn't have a, he didn't have nothing to do it. (laughs) And so he grabs Goliath's sword. And Goliath's sword, according to the Bible, is about eight kilos. Oh, goodness. (laughs) It's an eight kilo sword. They're normally like two to three kilos. Yeah. Right. And so David, this youngster, (laughs) pulls out this skinny little arm. Yeah. And he does exactly what he said he was going to do. He decapitates the yeah. Goliath, and you know, there's, now there's this. He's probably not nine foot anymore. No, yeah, and 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 this is the seven. end. This is the end of the champion. Yeah. yeah, this is the end of the champion, and all the Philistines take off, right? Mm. And then the Israelites pursue them. Yeah, that victory in the Valley of Elah is going to be spoken about over and over again, and that the the, the instrument I want to look at is Goliath's sword, mm. because after that battle, we don't hear about Goliath's sword anymore. No. And so, after the battle, some crazy things happen. Saul takes in David and says, you're not going back to your home. You're, you're going to come to the palace. And he yeah. plays music for the king. Um, and people start, he starts being, a, uh, he starts taking leadership position as, yeah. a, as a soldier. And the people start making this new song. Saul has killed them by the thousands. David has killed them by the tens of thousands. Oh, yes. And Saul... Saul doesn't like Saul that. Saul does not like that. <laughs> no, this is not, not good. Yeah. And so he makes a he makes a personal vendetta to um, to kill David. Yeah. And David has to leave now. Yeah. And now he's he's on the run. He's, a, he's basically a refugee running mm. away, um, you know, trying to run away from a king that's trying to kill him and his... His family, yeah, and he has people join him along the way, mm. and so he's he's basically just um, going from place to place, asking people, mm. you know, will you look after us? Will you let us stay in your land? Yeah, you know, will you, you know, are you happy to feed us? You know, yeah. could you, you know, my name's David, and uh, <laughs> hi, yeah, hi, <laughs> and, the one oh, who yeah. killed Goliath, <laughs> yeah, correct, you know, and people knew too. Yeah. You're the one that Samuel anointed, yeah, you know, like you're the oh right, okay, but yeah. some rejected him, some mm. accepted him, and when we come to um, First Samuel 21. Yes. He comes to a, a priest, Ahimelech, mm. and uh, he appeals to Ahimelech, mm. will, you, will you look after me? Right. Yeah. And Ahimelech does something really incredible. Mm. Um, he actually serves, uh, we won't get into this, but he actually serves, um, David says, can you give me some food? And he gives him some of the bread from the sanctuary. Oh. The holy bread, okay. right? So that's like, whoa, what's going on here? That's that's actually a really good study. That's something. Oh, to, that's if listeners, yeah, if there's yeah. any Bible students out there, have a look at that. But um, <laughs> afterwards, he says he says to him, um, the, the priest tells him, hey, uh, there's a there's a guy here, one of Saul's men. Mm. He actually he's actually here. And David says, well, can you give me a weapon? Oh, can you give me a weapon? And um, Ahimelech, uh, he's fed David now. Mm. And uh, did I mention that Ahimelech's a priest? Yes, you did. Yeah, he's a, yeah. So this this guy is a man of God. Understands this guy has a relationship with God. He understands yeah. how God functions. He's given him the holy bread, and then following that, when David says, "Well, I've got no weapons. I was too busy." Actually, let's have a read of that. First Samuel twenty one verse eight and nine. Um. So again, from the living New Living Translation, um, David asked Ahimelech, "Do you have a spear or sword?" The king's business was so urgent that I didn't even have time to grab a weapon. I only have the sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah. The priest replied, 
It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. Take that if you want it, for there is nothing else here. There is nothing like it, replied David. Give it to me. Mm, so this is where we're going to go. That's where it went. <laughs> this, is, this is where we're going to go because yep. David's in a place of despair. Yes. And the priest feeds him, hmm. then gives him a weapon knowing his predicament, Yeah. and affirms David. David, do you remember this? Yeah. Remember this sword. This sword came from, and the priest affirms David. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll carry on in the next Yeah, in our next, next segment. Um, before we go to the break, uh, just to give you guys an overview of the book on offer for today, um, Warriors, Joshua Through Psalms, A Fresh Look at the Old Testament Heroes by Jack J. Blanco. Extraordinary things happen when ordinary people put their life in God's hands. The women, or the men and women in these stories were ordinary people, but their lives were anything but ordinary. The moment they said yes to God, they stepped into a life of thrilling assignments, out-of-this-world challenges and awe-inspiring victories. In Warriors, Jack J. Blanco uses modern language to tell the timeless stories recorded in Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First Chronicles, and Psalms. Without the interruption of chapters and verses, you will read the stories and psalms as you never have before. From the unbelievable stories of Samson, Gideon, Ruth, Deborah, and Samuel, to the heartfelt cries of David and others recorded in the psalms, these warriors of God will inspire you to say yes to an extraordinary life. Be sure to stick around for that. This next song is Keep Me In Your Will by Jessica King. Sometimes I think I'm in control And I act so foolishly Facing problems on my own I don't know what's best for me My mistakes at times disturb
Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing up our program with David Lear on the topic of remembering God's victories. As promised, we have our code to claim our free book offer for today Warriors, Joshua through Psalms, a fresh look at the Old Testament heroes. Now, we only have two copies to give away, so be sure to be be quick. quick. The code is Heroes1. H-E-R-O-E-S and the number one, no spaces. Text that into 0488-880-891. So that is Heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S. Sorry, and the number one, text that into 0488-880-891. So, David, we are finishing up our program now. Um... We've been talking about David and how he's now on the run and he gets handed Goliath's sword yes. that he used in the battle of, oh, to, to kill, the, not kill Goliath, but to cut off his head. Yeah. Um, and he's handed it by one of the priests. So how are we finishing up for today? Yeah, I just want to keep in mind that um, remember mm. that, that David had this victory. He'd yeah. lived a, a, a few years in the, in the limelight mm. and uh, people had won, he'd won the hearts of the people. He yeah. had confidence. They all had confidence in David. Now David's life, <laughs> he's on the run now. He's like on that, the that's run. a total topsy turvy type of um, 
you know, he's gone from um, being being uh, adored mm. and lifted up by the people to uh, being afraid, yes. running away from Saul, and and he's respectful of Saul's position. He knows that mm. he's the king, so he you know doesn't want to doesn't want to battle him, doesn't yes. want to do anything like this. So Ahimelech, you know, when he when he's thinking people are against him, Ahimelech, a priest, yes, right, and. Uh, David's really reverence of them as well. Like he, mm. he respects them and honors them as God's chosen um, ministers. And this priest, instead of telling David, you're doing the wrong thing, mm. you know, or you know, get out of here, you're going to get me killed. And eventually, Hamalek and his peoples, mm. they all get killed by King Saul because of helping David. Instead of doing that, he says, I acknowledge you as the one that God anointed. Yes. And I also don't want you to be defenseless. And I also want to remind you, David, don't forget what God has done in your life. Yeah. And so when David gets the sword, it's not just, oh, great, I've got a weapon now. Yeah. When it comes to his hands, he goes, I remember feeling this heavy sword before. Yeah. That was the day that I was that so was, young then. Yeah. You know, like now, now, now he's thinking, <laughs> wow. You know, so Hamelik did a massive thing for David. Yeah. He basically just said to him, God is still with you mm. and God still wins the victory. Yes. You know, when we when we get caught up in despair in our own personal um uh personal uh issues of life, yeah. it becomes tunnel visioned. Yes. You know, when we get hit with a crisis and we get trauma trauma yeah. in our lives, you know, sudden news that we never expected, everything goes into chaos. Yes. And we're only fake focused on that that thing. Yeah. And God here shows us that there are people and there are circumstances that are going to come and remind us, mm. you know, just like the, you know, dad telling the story of the birthdays, um, me telling the stories of where God's won the victory, where, you know, you telling the story at uni when yeah. all these things happen. When we, when we go through those stories, we're affirming everyone as well. Hey, yeah. God is victorious. Absolutely. Don't forget, always, don't forget, always remember what God has done in the past. Mm. That victory in the Valley of Ella is a story that continues to be repeated perpetually, not just in the Christian the Christian circles. Yeah. It's something that's spoken of, like we said before, because of the underdog. Yeah. But the main the main reason for this is that it points towards the underdog, which is Jesus Christ, mm. right? And when he came, as far as we're concerned, death... And sin have been taunting us since Adam and Eve, right? Since the Mm. fall of Adam and Eve, we've been taunted by Satan and his death and uh, saying, you know, this is where you're going. You're done. There's no hope. This is what life is like. Mm. Jesus comes along, this humble um, person that doesn't look like, doesn't take the the shoes of a soldier or a king or Mm. something massive like that. He comes as just a normal average person on the street. And he comes and kills the giant. Yeah. You know, when he when he dies on that cross, that looks like a oh man, we're done for. Yeah. But when he comes out of that tomb, man, he's basically saying, Hey, the battle is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. I will have you today. Yeah. <laughs> Your death will die yeah. this very day. Right? And so this story of David points towards the greatest victor that yeah. we can ever know. Right, the greatest hero that we can ever understand, which is Jesus Christ, mm. and the sword that He gives us is basically the cross. Remember, yeah. remember what I did that day. Death has died. Yeah, 
And, you know, the season of the Bible, I like the way that Paul talks about it. Mm. It says in, uh, I think it's First Corinthians 15, 55, 56, it says, uh, O death, where is your sting? Mm. O death, where is your victory? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is no victory anymore. Yeah. All that taunting, this seeming, uh, you know, these, these circumstances we talk mm. about, Satan uses these things as if it's a massive giant. Yeah. That, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm. Everyone stares at this, stares at this and says, man, this is a hopeless situation. Yeah. Right. And then we remember, hmm. Hmm. There's a story I've told on radio before. Yeah. Um, I haven't got time to repeat it, but I will, I will <laughs> soon. My, when my son was really young, we were at college and um, he was really sick. <clears throat> had no petrol, had no money, couldn't take him to the hospital. Yeah. Too proud to ask some people for help. I understand. <laughs> so he suffered during that night. Yeah. But my wife and I, we prayed, and I remember praying. I got really upset. And I even quoted a line from a movie called The Gladiator. Ooh. Right. Yeah, and I, in my prayer, I, I, I didn't even realize. I, I realized when I said it, I went, oh. Yeah. I said, are you entertained? Are you entertained? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. Do you? Oh, wow. Even in that, in, in that moment, I was thinking, oh, how dare you talk to God like mm. that? You know, I was thinking, oh. But then um, I remember I fell asleep on the couch because um, I was kneeling on the couch and I woke up. My son my son woke me up and I got up and he was like, oh, Dad, mm. he's, uh, I'm feeling better. Oh, praise you know, God. I was like, whoa. I said, like, oh, no, that must have been a coincidence. You know, like, yeah. oh, it's got to be a... Yeah. But that, 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 that victory, you know, mm. I think he was about not, uh, eight. He was eight at that time. Yeah. He's 15 now. You know, yes, he's, he's yes. tall. He's and, strong. He's oh, healthy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and every time we go through... We've got to deal with moments. Yeah. I'm reminded of that. Absolutely. God's like, God's like, hey, you're making a real big deal of the situation. Mm. You know, uh, remember, yeah. I brought your son through yeah. from way back then. Handle the situation proper. Amen. You know, I'm like, oh, man, yeah. yeah. I'm making a big deal of this. Oh, he's but yeah, for anyone, for anyone in <laughs> the situation. We need to finish up now, David. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. Um, but yes, thank you for joining us today. And um, anyone who needs help, be sure to reach out. This is what a friend we have in Jesus. Bye, Jamie. Bye, have a great day. Our sins increase to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble
Namaste. Namaste.